Today's New Testament reading is the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 22nd chapter. And again Jesus spoke to them in parables, saying, The kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who gave a wedding feast for his son, and sent his servants to call those who were invited to the wedding feast. But they would not come. Again he sent other servants, saying, Tell those who are invited, See, I have prepared my dinner, my oxen and my fat calves have been slaughtered, and everything is ready. Come to the wedding feast. But they paid no attention, and went off, one to his farm, another to his business, while the rest seized his servants, treated them shamefully, and killed them. The king was angry and he sent his troops and destroyed those murderers and burned their city. Then he said to his servants, The wedding feast is ready, but those invited were not worthy. Go, therefore, to the main roads and invite to the wedding feast as many as you find. And those servants went out into the roads and gathered all whom they found, both bad and good. So the wedding hall was filled with guests. But when the king came in to look at the guests, he saw a man there who had no wedding garment. He said to him, Friend, how did you get in here without a wedding garment? And he was speechless. Then the king said to the attendants, Bind him hand and foot and cast him into the outer darkness. In that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. For many are called, but few are chosen. Then the Pharisees went and plotted how to entangle him in his words, and they sent their disciples to him along with the Herodians, saying, Teacher, we know that you are true, and teach the way of God truthfully, and you do not care about anyone's opinion, for you are not swayed by appearances. Tell us then what you think. Is it lawful to pay taxes to Caesar or not? But Jesus, aware of their malice, said, Why put me to the test, you hypocrites? Show me the coin for the tax. And they brought him a denarius. And Jesus said to them, Whose likeness and inscription is this? They said, Caesar's. Then he said to them, Therefore render to Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and to God the things that are God's. When they heard it, they marveled, and they left him and went away. This is the word of the Lord. For today's meditation on God's word, we welcome Pastor Chris Hull. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our Lord Jesus Christ says in Matthew 22, Everything is ready. Come to the wedding feast. What a beautiful invitation this is. The the master of the house, right? Uh, Jesus is saying the kingdom of heaven is compared to a king who gave a wedding feast for his son. And he sets up this magnificent feast for his son. And he says, come for everything is ready. But it says that people paid him no attention. One went off to his farm, another to his business, while the rest seized his servant, treated them shamefully, and killed them. (laughs) People have better things to do. So basically, there's two reactions to the king's 
invitation. Apathy, meaning people could really care less about his invitation. They have better things to do in life. They have more important things. They have worldly things to attend to. They have love of money, love of self. And then you have others that instead of being apathetic, like they don't care about the king, they actually hate him. And they take his servants that come with the invitation and kill them. So historically speaking, Jesus is talking about Israel, how the prophets were sent and people either ignored the prophets or they killed the prophets. So what do you have now historically with Jesus? He says, well, you did this. So now I'm going to go out into the highways and byways out into the sticks and get everybody both good and bad, meaning people in society who appear good and then the really debased people. We're going to get everybody and bring them to the wedding feast. And this happens When Jesus comes, he invites all. He invites the upper echelon and the lower echelon. He invites kings and he invites prostitutes to come and recline with him at table. He he doesn't hold a grudge against anybody, but invites all to be forgiven. And this is the problem with us is this invitation is there. And naturally outside of Christ, we have two reactions to this invitation, either not caring and caring only about the world, or we get vengeful toward the one who proclaims the good news to us. Meaning we we get upset with the messenger and we attack them. We either hate ourselves or we hate God and his messenger, one or the other. And we must repent of this. Repent of not keeping that third commandment and gladly hearing and learning God's word, joyfully going to the supper, to where the word is proclaimed, to where our sins are forgiven. And this is the the lovely part of this conclusion of the wedding feast text. It, It has the story of this man coming in and he's caught without a wedding garment on. And the king says, how did you get in here without a wedding garment? Be gone with you. Because the man, he just stands there silent. He doesn't even say a word. And he's thrown out with where there is weeping and gnashing of teeth. So it shows in this whole text, in and of ourselves, we have three reactions to God. We don't care. We're vengeful. Or we're just dead silent. And this text shows that all the work of salvation is done solely according to the grace and mercy of Christ. It's done solely by him. It's not our decision. It's not our work. It's his work. The wedding garment that must be put upon us is that righteousness we receive in holy baptism. That righteousness that is continually given to us in the means of grace, the gospel preached holy absolution, and the blessed sacrament of the altar. We receive these gifts. We receive the very body and blood of Jesus and eat sumptuously the great wedding feast prepared for us. Because our Lord continues to say everything is ready, everything is finished. Our salvation is won on the cross. It's done, it's accomplished, it's ready. Come to the wedding feast, come to the divine service and receive. You don't have to do anything. It's all ready for you. Your eternal life, ready to be handed over to you freely here now. Jesus wants your sin so that you may have his righteousness. He doesn't want you to come and tell him how awesome he is, how great he is. He wants your wretchedness. He wants your failures and your mistakes, your shortcomings. He wants to not see your 
dregs. He doesn't want to see you walk in and say, look at what I have to offer you. He covers you as you walk into his service with his righteousness so that you may receive all the good things the Father has for you. So take heart, my friends. The invitation is for you. Jesus has your wedding garment. It's placed upon you in the eyes of the Father. You are pure, undefiled, unblemished. But most of all, you are a welcomed child, a recipient of his gifts. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.